Out of Bounds. Triple M. I cannot wait for Sunday. It is going to be an absolute monster. The second semi-final between HBL and the Eaton Boomers. We'll have it live for you here on Triple M from 2pm. Our man Horse is going to be joining us, Craney, and he's as excited as you and I are. Oh, mate, it's all set up for an absolute beauty, isn't it? cannot wait for this. That's why I thought I'd get this next guest on the phone. I'm so excited when you said you were getting him on. I'm really happy. stellar season. And we're talking about the HBL champion, Jesse Crichton. How are you, Jess? Good, thanks, fellas. Go, thank you very much for taking the time to have a chat to us. Uh, look, a stellar season, obviously, from HBL to go through undefeated. But going back to the game a few weeks ago against the Eaton Boomers, they had you on the ropes. You managed to get back off the canvas. What uh, do you take from that game last week coming into this weekend? Yeah, last time they uh, they got out of the blocks real fast. I think they uh, put on four of the first five or six goals, something like that, and got off to a, to a uh, great start. We were just a bit sloppy, a bit of half asleep, but to their credit, they, they really come out and put the foot down. And from there, about half-time, Badge gave us a massive spray. So we only had one way. We had to respond, and luckily enough, the boys, the boys pulled through. They actually did that to you in the first game mm. of the year too, I think. Yeah. Has that been spoken about this week, about the slow start? Uh, yeah, we did. We did cover it a little bit Wednesday night. Um, yeah, for both games, they've, they've jumped us, as I'm sure they they would be aware, and we're aware. So hopefully this time around, we uh, we can clamp down a little bit at the start and not have to do as much chasing come the second half. Now, a bit about yourself, mate. Second year in the Southwest Footy League. How are you enjoying it? Loving it, mate. It's great. It's a great, strong little competition. Uh, not too far from home. Uh, yeah, HBL Footy Club made me feel very welcome, and uh, now my uh, local footy club. And how'd you end up at HBL? Uh, my good friend uh, Chris and Thornton actually gave me a call, and I uh, pulled the pin on the waffle days, and uh, yeah, just asked him to come down for a run, and I said, "No worries." Now speaking of KT, um, oh, good player. Yeah, just wondering oh. on his what your thoughts on his performance uh, has been this year, and has he left that goal square? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've seen him outside 30, that's what he's instructed to do. So he's doing a very good job at uh, slotting through the big stick. So hopefully the great man can uh, win for more weeks to come. Just quietly, who happens to be in the car with you right now? <laughs> Yeah, cool. <laughs> thought that might be the case. That's all right. All good. Better talk him up and better be a good thing. Hey, uh, there's been a lot of talk in the last uh, eight days or so about uh, this uh, young buck by the name of Hayden Ballantyne possibly making a move to the Southwest Footy League. Would you have a bit of a chat to him and say yay or nay? No, I haven't actually uh, had a chat to young Hayden, but uh, <laughs> he's interested to the den. I'm sure it would have him. Now, mate, uh, just on your yourself, um, you were saying the other day that you haven't made a senior league grand final. Have not played in a senior league grand final. No. Get out! But exciting times ahead. Well, still a long way to go, mate. Yes. But hopefully, hopefully we can get there. But uh, yeah, long way to go. Now, undefeated during the home and away season, did you see that sort of building during the pre-season? Just how good HBL were going to be during the home and away? Um, probably not. Definitely not to go undefeated, mate. Um, I've seen good signs last year when I first come down. It was a really good young group, um, all very keen to learn and, and, and improve. So 
I could see potential for the future a couple of years down the track, I thought. I didn't think it would happen this fast, but to go undefeated, no, I definitely didn't see that coming at all. Look, I was a crap junior footballer in a crap junior football team, and I had no idea what it was like when it was a go on a roll of uh, 18 wins. What, what, how's that feeling when you like you just know that you guys are just on the whole time? Well, <laughs> it's been great to keep winning, but um, there's definitely been a few games there that we probably could have dropped. Yep. Like, both times against Eden, we were, uh, well, we deserved the win, but we're also lucky to get away with it in a sense. Bunbury have tested us, Donnybrook first time around, Collier pushed us a fair bit up the hill, so it hasn't all been smooth sailing. There's definitely been some challenging games, but yeah. But, at, sa- but at the same time, there must be that confidence every time you go out there, though. Yeah, the boys, yeah, we're a confident young group and, uh, yeah, we're confident we can knock anyone off on any given day, as we've shown so far throughout the year, but we're well aware that anyone can just come and knock us off at any time. Like that, I like now, that. Now, John Bajetta, a very successful coach in the South West Footy League. What's he brought to the HBL Football Club? Uh, yeah, so he's come in there at the start of the year and he's just really preached fitness and uh, just giving it your best, 100% effort for 100% of the game and just never giving up and having a real dip. And if you give your 100% effort, the rest will follow. And with the Eaton Boomers side, you've had a chance to watch them during the home and away, and I think you all were there last week watching them. Where do you see their strengths? Uh, really potent forward line. Young Jared's a bit of a freak up there. Obviously, Jag 70 or 80 goals or whatever he's come through with, but there's a few of them up there in the forward line that are really potent. Um, big Page in the ruck, I really rate him. Big, strong leg, a big, strong body. And their, their midfield's just as good as ours, and Maguire, Bowie, Graham, when he's in there, like they're really experienced and strong fit midfield. Actually, that's one of the exciting duels, I oh, reckon. Yeah. Page and Fletcher yeah. will be an absolute beauty. Yeah, so yeah, last time it was a great little matchup for, uh, for young Fletch. Fletcher's got him for age for about 10 years, I reckon. But uh, Page, he worked, worked pretty hard and just cracks in with his big frame, so good challenge for Jack. Hey, I've been a big rap all season on Xavier Williams in defence. He seems like he's had an absolute stellar year. Um, and, you know, let's be honest, he hasn't played a lot of football, but he just seems to have gelled in that defensive line so well. Yeah, I love Xavier Williams as well. He's a great young player. I think he's one that if he wanted to and put his mind to it and gave it a real crack, he could probably go and play some senior footy at a Waffle Club somewhere. Now, mate, it's been fantastic having you on. Oh, brilliant. I'm going to ask you this one last oh, question. No, no, and Dan no. Leach said, don't ask you. I was thinking this is going to get a hang-up, I feel, but anyway. <laughs> you were in the Fremantle Dockers when uh, Mark Harvey left and Ross Lyon joined. What was the transition like? Um, that was a long, long time ago. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, it was a bit of a strange one. I, oh, from what I can remember, I definitely didn't see it coming. I, I under halves, I learned a lot, and then yeah, it was pretty a bit of a shock to me. I didn't hear anything or didn't know anything was coming. And then when Ross came in, it was obviously great times for the club. Mm. I didn't get a game, but it was great. <laughs> it was great to be there when he, he took the club to a grand final and just to learn as much as we could off Ross and 
see the way he went about it was great. And Lou, let's be honest, clubs go through these sort of things all the time. It's it's not as if you know every club is immune to having you know a coach being sacked. But the way that it all happened, I mean, it shocked absolutely everybody. We were all just disappointed that it meant that you weren't getting much of a game. That's all. <laughs> yeah, well, I was disappointed as well. I but, bet. Uh, there's forty odd blokes on the list, and uh, just wasn't quite good enough. What we Actually, know no, is, no, I have to be honest with you, Laws. That question originated from John Bajetta. So. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Bloody hell, righto. Anyway, at least you know what to prepare prepare yourself for when John Bajetta gets the sack. Is that what you're trying to say? No? Oh, no. no, no okay, yeah. good. All right. Just preparing ourselves. Right. Hey, Jesse, an absolute delight to have you on the show. By the way, uh, Haywood Medal Night, of course, coming up tonight. What suit and tie are we dressing up with tonight? Uh, I don't know what type of suit or tie it is, but it's my wedding suit, so... Oh. Okay, <laughs> you sound like me. I've only got one suit. Was, gets worn very rarely. I was going to say, we've got three and a half hours to prepare ourselves, and I've still got nothing, so we'll see how we all pan out. Hey, uh, we'll see you later on tonight at the Haywood Medal, but an absolute delight to have you on the show, and, of course, we wish you the best of luck for the game on Sunday. If, you, if you're anywhere around Brunswick, if you're an Eaton fan, you've got to go to this game. Absolutely. It's huge. Uh, HBL taking on the Eaton Boomers. If you can't make it, Live here on Triple M, 2 p.m. Jesse Crichton, absolute delight. Say thanks to your man in the next seat next to you in KT and have yourself a great afternoon. Thanks, fellas. Cheers. Out of Bounds with Daniel Leach and Alan Crane. Triple M. Oh, dearie me. I can't believe that we're almost at uh, the weekend. Can't believe we're almost at the finals. The finals is it, then. Second week coming up in the Dale Alcock Home Southwest Football League. Uh, both semifinals happening on Sunday. Uh, we're going to be at Brunswick Oval for HBL versus the Eaton Boomers from 2pm, but we're going to be keeping a very close eye on this other game going on at Payne Park. 2.40 starts, so it's going to be on about 10, 15 minutes later than ours, so we're going to be getting updates of that throughout the afternoon. Bunbury and Donnybrook. I am a little torn on this one. You're torn, Dan Leach. I'm torn on this. I'm not sure how it's going to go. I think I know how it's going to go, but I'm not... Uh, uh, yeah. It's going to be a fascinating contest. Well, the big question is, can Donnybrook mm. bring that same pressure that they applied to Margaret River That's it. to Payne Park? Yep. And that is the key to it. Now, if they can bring that, they'll have Bunbury under a bit of pressure, mm. I should imagine. And don't forget, we just about wrote Donnybrook off, or yep. not wrote them off, yeah. but they were the underdogs last week, yep. and they just fired up, and they was exactly the play they played their footy last season that made them so successful. So, look, they'll go to Payne Park very, very confident. And Bunbury are coming off a not-so-good performance again, Eaton, but you're not quite sure whether Bunbury didn't have a good performance mm. or Eaton were just very good. So I'm fascinated by the last two weeks from Bunbury because we talked about how they had that game against Augusta Margaret River a fortnight ago and lost by 60 points. Yes. And we're sort of scratching our heads going, this, this seems odd that they would lose by that much and... Um, it wasn't sort of the way we are expecting Bunbury to go out there and perform. And then last week, they were out-muscled. They were outrun by the Eaton Boomers in sort of greasy conditions. It's going to be better conditions this weekend. Is that going to suit Bunbury uh, being a little bit more dry, being sort of a faster track? No, I don't think it'll have much effect no. on either side, actually, because both of them... But Bunbury need to use that ball a lot better than what they did against yeah. Eaton Boomers. I know... When you said they got outrun, it's not so much the pace of the Eaton Boomers, it was the way they used the footy. And on the flip side of that, Bunbury didn't use the footy that well. Yeah. You're always going to look a bit slow when you're not using that footy and you can't mm. get hold of it. And I think that's what happened to Bunbury on the weekend. Look, they Jamie Narnie's a very good coach. They've got some class acts around the place. You wouldn't think that Pete could 
play. He just had a dirty day. No, yeah. I know he kicked a couple of goals, but it was still was a tough day. For it him. was a tough day yeah, at the yeah. office for him. You know, a lot of their stars probably had days that they don't normally have. But um, pretty interesting contest all up. Massive contest at Payne Park. Two forty start. If uh, you're going to that one, who are you tipping? Because I'm gonna tip. Donny Brook in this. I'm going to do the same thing, I think, Daniel. Ooh. Which is a big call considering that Bunbury finished third yeah. and it's at Payne Park. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be a lot in it either way. No. Looking forward to it. But then, do you know what did impress me last week? Oh, was, yes. What impressed you? Was Beggs and the other bloke that played on Payne. I just had a bit of a bit of a memory lapse, but you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> Uh, their back line was sensational. I'll, I'll give you a couple of minutes to think of that. I, I will say this now, friend of the show, Cody Miller. Once again, he had an absolute standout last week. He was very, very good. If he does something similar in defence this time around, he will uh, be part of the reason that Donnybrook get into the next week. Um, HBL Eaton, our game that we've got, 2.30 start, will be on from 2pm on Sunday. Um, the two times that they've met this season, 10 points the margin, one point the margin. HBL have won both, but I feel like this one is going to almost go to a similar script, but is it going to be Eaton that are going to finally come out on top? This is going to be absolutely blistering. Yep. There's no doubt about that. They tell me the the oval out there is in very, very good order. Mm. Uh, both sides can play some outstanding footy. When you run through the list, there's not too many weak links on either line, so you'd expect it. The only thing that the last few times that they've played, Eaton have got away to very, very good first quarters. Now, I should imagine that John Bajetta would be telling his players that even though we, we played, we caught up and we passed them at the end, yep. you wouldn't want to give them a five-goal head start in a, in a final. Uh, you know, And you also get the feeling that HBL have gone through the season undefeated. They were about four rounds out when they knew they were going to finish on yes. top. So they're probably prime themselves for that final setup about four games ago. So uh, they'll be ready to rock and roll and come out. The big duel will be the one between Fletcher and Page, oh, yes. two big ruckmen who are in very good form. And that will dictate how the little fellas, and it's just a, you know, it's mouthwatering when you look at Crichton up, up against Jetter and Underwood, you know, running against Joshy Bow. It's just, it's huge. I mean, you look at HBL's lineup, I mean, it's a very, very good team that they've got, obviously, with Jesse Crichton. And as we mentioned, Xavier Williams, Tane Williams, who's been very good for them this year. Sean Bradley is, of course, an outstanding talent. David Newman, who has been an absolute stalwart at the club for such a long time. I think this is. I mean, from the outside looking in, this is a massive final series for him because we all know what happened a couple of years ago where he was dropped from the grand final side and they ended up losing that game. And I just feel like for him it's almost that sort of, not redemption, but it would just be nice to see him get himself success. Under a bit of an injury cloud, so... Okay. All right. Oh, you're giving us something, are you? Well, I just... um... Hopefully he's out there what's, running. What's the go then with Jared Humphreys? He played his 50th game last week. Well. There were some suggestions that maybe he might have been injured after the game. Well, he hobbled off yes. in the dying seconds yes. of that game. Now, I spoke to him up in the club rooms and he didn't seem to be too much trouble. No, apparently, he wouldn't give you anything, would he? No, he no. apparently had a bit of trouble at work the next day. So, okay, interesting. Interesting to see whether... I look, I don't know, it'll be interesting to see whether he, he plays the game. Time to play Ducks and Drakes all of a sudden, the players it is, and the coaches. Without doing, a doubt. All right, what do we think? HBL and Eaton, who's going to win? Uh, well, I've been on the HBL bandwagon right from the start, so I am going to stick with them. And who did you tip yourself? for the flag? 
Uh, HBL, actually. Who do I tip for the flag? You, Eaton Boomers. So I better go for the Eaton Boomers, haven't I? <laughs> uh, out of bounds at Triple M. You know the best thing about that? Yeah. One of us is going to be right. Yeah, so. That's very true. That's what we're here for, I suppose. One of us has got to get it right eventually. Out of bounds. Triple M. Oh, Lois Hours Football League prelim final this weekend. This is one of the big... Prelim final, to me, always seems to be the... Best contest of the year because you got two sides that are absolutely desperate to get to the week after being the grand final. The two sides that are playing this weekend have an amazing history between them in Imperials and Dean Mill. We've gone to a man who's had a pretty darn good season once again for Dean Mill, haven't we? We have, and you're right about prelim finals because it's down to three sides and the, the winner gets a chance of the big one. So we're going to the Dean Mill coach. He's always a great bloke to have oh. on the show. And David Fall, how are you, mate? Yeah, good fellas. How are you boys? Going wonderfully. One of the first people we actually had on this show when we started about four years ago, might I say, David Fall. So it's always great to get back and uh, keep in contact with you. Uh, Can I take you back two weeks? I I thought you you were going to take him back four years. No, let's not go too far. Let's not go too far. (laughs) I I, I could delve that far if I really want to. I want to take you back two weeks and you win against Southerners and just a cheeky five goals from your good self. How good was that? Yeah, no, it was a good good, uh, day out. I mean, it was Close game, and it was a typical Southerners Dean Mill game mm. where it's um, hotly contested footy. Um, yeah, good finals game, and we've had some good duels over the years. And uh, yeah, you know, it took to the you know the final minute to to uh, get over the line. I mean, the last quarter there was it wouldn't have been a score for probably fifteen minutes. Mm. That's how how hard the contest was, and uh, players were out on their feet. But uh, you know, we, we uh, managed to. Uh, keep our, our season alive, and uh, yeah, here we are this week against uh, Imperials. Obviously a lot goes through a player's mind, but as a player coach in that sort of last five minutes, there must be so many things going through your mind about trying to, you know, find a way to get that winning goal or winning score, because as I said, that last few minutes was so intense. Yeah, yeah, no, it certainly is. <clears throat> Excuse me, no, it just, it was, you know, through the game, certainly as a, you know, the coaching perspective, I suppose, you 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 know, you're trying to make the right moves to to try and get something happening, and you know, I would do that through the game. But when it comes down to those final minutes, you almost just you got to let it let it flow and uh, and let 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 the players play, and um, you know, have have trust and have faith that uh, yeah, we're gonna gonna get the job done. So yeah, look, it wasn't uh, any magic move at the end. We, you know, it, certainly we're looking at our match us making sure they were right, but. Um, in the day, it was just two willing sides going at it, and uh, you know we were fortunate enough at the end to book uh, ourselves a, a place in the prelim final. You're right there, because even down on the sidelines as a coach, there's yeah. a there comes a point in the game where you're out of it. It's all players in. Yeah, look, and it's been our season late. Look, we we've had to really work hard um, to book our place in the finals. So you know, it took a, ourselves to the very last game of the year to get there. Um, been one of them seasons where the competition, you know, and the league would be loving it. That uh, you know, it was wide open race, and uh, so we played a lot of these games must win for for a while now. Um, so pretty much during the season, the last few games were pretty much finals like as they were. So you know, we're used to these tight contests now, and uh, you know, it doesn't uh, make you age very well. But uh, <laughs> we get ourselves over the line, lucky enough. You must have been very happy with your playing group, though, because as you said, in those games from the last four, you've more or less been playing footy. They've got a bit of calmness about them when the pressure goes on. Well, we're, we're quite a young group. Like our local core, you know, we've got a lot of 20, 
um, 21, you know, even even teens uh, playing in the in the side. Um, but look, they're, they're yeah, we're developing them. They're maturing. They're, it's really good for them to play in these contests. It's only better for their footy. Um, and we've got, we've got a lot of faith in our young group, and they've they've been doing it, you know, for a couple of years now. A lot of these guys are only fresh out of Colts footy in the last couple of years, so you know, we 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 back them in. Um, you got to uh, give the young guys plenty of confidence, and and we've got plenty of faith in them uh, to do their role for the side. And uh, yeah, we're we're looking forward to seeing how they're going to come up again this weekend against Imperials. This is the Southwest Triple M. This is Out of Bounds with Daniel Leach and Alan Crane. David Fall from the Demel Football Club with us at the moment. Now, you played Imps twice this season. A big win the first time you played. And then they got you by a point, but you still you had more goals, um, scoring shots. Do you take anything or reflect back on them games much this uh, this week or do you just whole new ball game? Uh, well, you know, it's been, <clears throat> been said quite a bit at the moment. Finals is a completely new season. Um, you know, we were working really hard in the season to get to the finals, and then once we said we get there, well, we're we're an even chance as anyone else. We you know we realise that um, you know we, we're underdog status coming into to the final series, and uh, look, we, we look forward to that. Um, any contest between us and Imperials is a good contest. You know, our players thrive on that. Um, having good hard footy, um, we look forward to the to the challenge just to get out there. But um, yeah, re- really, it's it, we we've worked hard um, from that game to improve in a, a certain areas, and we think we've done that. Um, but all we can do is uh, wait to the weekend to see what happens. Without giving too much away, do you do you tag or um, target any particular players, or are you more inclined to go head to head and then have a plan B, a plan B if somebody? Starts running them up. Yeah, look, we we just got to focus uh, on our own footy. That was probably one of the big things when through the season um, where we had you know reflection time and uh, you know time time to break down the thing uh, the things that are going to make us a, a a competitive football side. And that was um, yeah, focus on the way we play and and our own style and performance. And um, we, we just focus on ourselves. No real plans at this stage. We're just, uh, you know, looking forward to getting out there and uh, giving our players an opportunity to play on a big final stage again. So, you know, certainly through the game, if something happens, we're going to have to make a, a couple of adjustments. But um, we think we've been able to build a good amount of flexibility through the season. Um, we, you know, we were saying before, we've got a young group. So, you know, we want to um, challenge our players and play them in different roles and positions because it's very easy for some people to get locked down into a position for the year and then that's it. But if we can build some flexibility, well, with things uh, working out, well, we know we've got some confidence that we can change certain players into different positions. Now, Austin Styles keeps bobbing up. Yeah. Who, who gets a job on him this week? <laughs> oh, he's, he is a very good player. Very good player. <laughs> Uh, much like a lot of the guys, their local guys, they've got some really good um, core players, much like us. Um, but uh, look, everything's sort of a team balance. So, you know, he, he could play midfield, forward, back. He's that sort of player um, where he's very versatile. And so quite a number of people could be going to him. So what did you get up to last week in the bye? Did you train or did you all go out to Cogen up to have a bit of a look? What was the plan of attack? Uh, we we had a run around on Saturday, um, and then just went for a team uh, blackboard meeting afterwards. Um, 
a few cordials and whatnot, as you might say. Um, I like them cordials. <laughs> exactly, as he would say, of course. <laughs> um, so, no, just that. And then our reserves are playing in Koji, so uh, went over there and froze um, watching the game over there. Unfortunately, our reserves lost, so they're, they're fighting up against the Kuras as well. So, um, yeah, no, it's, uh, it was a uh, yeah, pretty, pretty casual weekend, really, but, yeah, the Boy, a lot of the boys got across to go support the reserves. One last one from me, mate. Where are Dean Mill going to win this game of footy? Um, probably uh, in the middle of the ground. Um, probably, you know, that, that's generally where most games are won and lost. Um, you know, they've got some really good midfielders and, you know, we've we got to set the challenge to our players to compete. And, um, you know, the longer that you can compete, the longer you're going to stay in the game and give you the uh, best chance to win so we, we just aim to stay in the game for as long as we can as a team that's what we want to do stay in the game because we know um, you know we always say the longer that we're in it the more more chance you've got to winning if you get blown out early well it's just pretty hard work to uh, to catch back up 16 aside you know pe- teams can score quite quickly imps um, have always been a good side like that and score goals quickly so we, we want to make sure that um yeah, we, we, we're staying in the game for as long as we can. Well, the Tigers Footy Club are hosting this prelim final on the way this Sunday. 2pm start for the league. Imperials taking on Dean Mill. As you mentioned, you've got the Colts and the Reserves, of course, happening throughout the day. The second spot in the grand final next Saturday is up for grabs. And David, for your sake, I hope that you are the ones that are victorious on Sunday. We wish you the best of luck. And if that's the case, we might be catching up with you next week as well. Yeah, well, that's it. Time will tell. I'm sure the girls are thinking the same as us, and we're really eager to, to get to a grand final. But, you know, no team would be looking ahead too far. You've got to focus on this contest, which will, should be uh, a really good one. Exciting. Indeed, it will be. Thank you, David. David Fall joining us here on Out of Bounds here at the Southwest Triple M. Out of Bounds Triple M. And if for some reason the Home and Away song. Uh, it was just sung in my ears by Alan Crane, but changed to Craney and Weaver. And I don't know how I feel about this, Craney. It was pretty artistic, though, wasn't it? It was, because um, as we were off air, you and uh, our man that we're about to talk to, Nigel Reeve, were going back back in the day. Doing a bit of reminiscing. Yeah, a bit of reminiscing of people in Cogent up, because, of course, uh, the old stomping ground for, for your good self. Yeah, Boddington and then Cogent up. Yes, exactly. Then all around the place. And... Oh, what a surprise. And, of course, Cogent up we bring up, because they were the ones that hosted the second semi-final last week in the Lower Southwest Football League. And the man that managed to catch all the action and see it all and give us a wrap for it right now is the great Nigel Reeve, who's with us right now. Weaver, hello. Good, af- good afternoon, boys. How are we going? Going exceptionally I thought well. our singing was quite good, mate. It was horrible. Dan didn't like it. Well, I, I wrote it. Uh, yes. You're a good man, Weave. Right, okay. I, I will I will talk to the bosses and, and, and find out how horrible it really was. Hey, um, we'll touch on the finals in just a tick. I want to take you back, though, to Friday night last week, Tire Power Medal Night, and uh, a friend of the show, in a way, because uh, we managed to catch up with him just a few hours before the Tire Power Medal, Hugh Mitchell, running away with the win for Bridgetown. Oh, and had an outstanding season, was a red-hot favourite, according to all the good judges around the last Southwest. So, yeah, congratulations to him. He's a classy left-footer and uh, goes about his business, uh, yeah, with a lot of polish. So, uh, well done to Hugh Mitchell and also to, to Ben Thompson, 
who, who come runner-up on the evening for the uh, second-best player in the league. We, so we've, to them. we've had Ben Thompson on the show, That's too, right, the Bridgetown. Yeah. Look, I mean, this is what happens. You come on this show, uh, and you just, you know, you're obviously going to be pretty good at what you're doing. So if you're on this show, just be prepared that you're going to have to go up on a stage and accept some awards, plain and simple. <laughs> mm, I should have done it years ago, then, shouldn't I? Would have been a chance. No, but, you, I mean, look, you, you did have a crack, obviously, at winning a Grammy just a short time ago. So, oh, man. Away, <laughs> Weaver and Craney. <laughs> that was horrible. That was off air a few minutes ago, and I'm not doing that ever again. Um, okay, last week's footy. Let's start. Oh, it sounds off. better if you put no, music no, to it. No, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. Uh, Colts. Let's start with the Colts. Imperials getting the job over Tigers by eight points in probably the best of the conditions of the day. As far as uh, the rain goes, yeah, they had the best of the conditions. It was still uh, really windy um, throughout the whole day, but yeah, it's a great game of footy. Um, Actually, goal umpired that game, but yeah, Tigers never went away, and and Imps just had enough uh, class and got those couple of late goals to get them over the line. But yeah, no, um, yeah, it was a really good game of footy, a uh, good uh, future for both clubs there. Almost kicking themselves out of it though with six goals ten, they would have been a little bit nervous. I'd have thought six goals two in those conditions is pretty good. Though. Well, for the Tigers, Tigers club, yeah. yeah, but Imperials almost kicking themselves out with six goals ten, but they got there, and that's the important thing. Um, obviously, you were there, Keen, watching on the uh, the second semi final of reserves, but not to be for Dean Mill. Bridge to a uh, bridge down far too strong, winning by nineteen points. Yeah, all done in the last quarter. So uh, Dima went into the last quarter with a one-point advantage, but uh, Bridgetown had the breeze and their big fella. I don't know if he coaches them or not. I'm pretty sure he's got something to do with the coaching. And Levi Rowan kicked the last three goals of the game, and uh, that's the uh, that was the end result. So, yeah, they go straight through for a home grand final. But, uh, yeah, they, they played really well. I feel like the way that uh, Alan Crane's face just lit up when he heard, heard the name Levi Rowan, I and there's a story coming. did not realise that Levi... Rowan was down there, so there you go. Is he another one that we add to home and away? No, no, no. Levi's uh, a former Bunbury player. Ah, right, yeah. Been, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So I didn't realise he was down there, but uh, well played. Gee, um, pretty tense he's at three quarter time. He's got enough ink to be part of the home and away uh, crew, <laughs> but uh, he, he's an imposing fellow. I don't know him personally, but yeah, he's, he's a big boy. But uh, look, the fullback for Demel done a terrific job all day. It's just that last quarter, he kicked three and five minutes, and, and that was the game. Levi Rowan, the bra boy. Okay, righto. Uh, and uh, I don't know why I know that. Anywho, uh, the league grand uh, second... You just se- lost me. Ah, no, that's all right. It's fine. League second semifinal, um, Bridgetown. Uh, look, again, sort of tied up to halftime. It just seemed to move away after halftime. Yeah, and they kicked five goals. They had a really good start. They had the first goal within about 15 to 20 seconds mm. of the game and, and kicked five up until quarter time. But when Imperials got the breeze in the second quarter, there was pretty much uh, probably about a goal in it at half time. But Bridgetown just done enough to hang on. And, yeah, they go through and uh, look, they got one more game to finish off a terrific season for them. But, uh, yeah, they'll sit back and watch what happens this week. But they played really well. Obviously got the Bunnings, well, not Bunnings medalist, but the Association medalist in Hugh Mitchell and a couple others in there. Craig Wolf uh, with the waffle experience that he had. So uh, they've got a really good team. So they'll look forward to playing at home in two weeks' time. What did you get the feeling with Bridgetown after they won that? Was it a sense of relief or was it... I mean, it's obviously excitement, but they've been on top all year. Just to make a grand final's uh, a bit of a relief in itself. Yeah, I think it is. And I think when you sit on top for so long, you sort of... You get a bit nervous thinking that it's all going to happen and teams are closing in. But, look, they've done enough. The conditions were really, really tough and uh, they just stood up uh, when it mattered and, and got through. But Imperials never went away, especially after quarter time. So, 
they're going to be uh, hard to beat again this week. But, yeah, they did everything bar win the game. But, yeah, good win to Bridgetown, and they'll be pretty happy with that. All right, let's look at this weekend then. Prelim final weekend in the Lower Southwest Football League. Tigers uh, Football Club hosting by the bye. And the Tigers are going to be involved in the Colts prelim final taking on Bridgetown. Oh, yeah, and uh, Bridgetown are a good team as well. As we said, the top three teams in the Colts this year are still in in business and uh, probably one game between them all. Ince have been outstanding, but uh, Bridgetown and Tigers aren't too far away. But big thing for Tigers, I suppose, they got really close to the Imperials last week. It's whether they can maintain that standard, don't drop off, because uh, Bridgetown are a really good side. They've got some really big, classy uh, guys running around in there. Only kids, really, but they can play the game. So this should be a ripping game of footy. Gee, a bit of depth in that Bridgetown football club, isn't there? Yeah, and it's first time for a long time, but most of their grades have been knocking on the door, but this time they've sort of taken it to another level, Crony. So uh, they've got a young guy called Alex Stewart there. He's an imposing fellow. He's only 16, but he's a big unit, and uh, he played reserves on the weekend, and they can do that. But uh, he'll go back into the Colts, and he just shores up their back line and controls that game. But uh, on the other hand, Tigers have got Josh Edwards. Jacob Burford played a ripping game of footy last week, so... There's some really good matchups, and if you want to get to the footy this week, go and watch these two grades play, so it should be a good game of footy. Get their early 10 a.m. start for the Colts at midday, the reserves prelim final, D Millen Imperials. I know who you're going for. Really? <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's just a slight assumption. Oh, well, I look, feel like you'll go for Dean Mel, but that's okay. The last two games, uh, the last two games of the prelim of the two grand finals from last year, mm. so, it, uh, you know, we just made a week early, but. Both teams have got some some great experienced ex-league players playing, so this should be a great game of footy. Braden Timms, who won the association medal again for the reserves for two years in a row, is playing. He's a big fella, but he can get around the ground really well. And then on the other side, we've got Keegan Bennett, who's won an association medal in the league. So these two should um, sort of even each other out, but it should be a really good game of footy. And then the league grand, uh, league prelim final, I should Let's say. Let's not get too carried away, Daniel. I'm sure this man would love it if it was the grand final once again. Imperials taking on Dean Mill. Of course, the winner takes on Bridgetown next Saturday. How confident are you for Dean Mill? Oh, I'm as confident as a Dean Mill person would be. But, uh, look, we played some really good footy. It was a really tough game a couple of weeks ago in the first semi. So to get over the line in a tight one, which we haven't done the last couple of really big games we've played, especially against the Imperials. Um, so, yeah, look, I think if the if team will come out to play, they'll be right up there. But the Imperials have got a really good side and they're well coached, as is Dean Mill through David Fall and Quincy Bass now. So, yeah, I, I, look, I'm hoping Dean Mill win, but uh, it's going to be a really good game of footy. There hasn't been too much between these two no. sides all year, so we're expecting a very good game of footy. Because uh, they both match up pretty well all over the field, don't they? Yeah, they do. And uh, look, if Austin Styles wants to go and ride motorbikes this weekend, we're more than happy with that because he's been... He's, <laughs> a bit of a thorn he's in really the side. Got Imperials over the line in the last two games we've played. And one of them was a grand final, as we all know. But uh, look, some really good players in both sides. So I can't see why the game won't be tight again. It's, uh, yeah, And conditions should be a lot different from last week. So, yeah, should be good. Got an interesting Austin Styles story to tell you, actually, in just a few minutes' time. Yes, I was waiting until you uh, brought that up. We'll, we'll talk about that in the next segment. But, uh, no, look, it's going to be a ripper game, that one. And, of course, Imperials and Dean Mill put together some incredible contests the last few years or so, and I reckon this one's going to be just as good. Tigers Footy Club, they're hosting 10 a.m. start for the Colts. The reserves at midday, the league at 2 p.m. Sunday. Place to be if you're in the lower southwest region. Nigel, now we're, of course, going to be joining you next Saturday. We cannot wait for that for grand final day. For your sake, obviously, we hope it's D-Mill getting through. But either way, 
We can't wait to join you next Saturday, but we'll talk again next Friday anyway. No worries, boys. Cheers for that. Out of Bounds with Daniel Leach and Alan Crane. Triple M.